Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson presents guest host, Artie Hoffman, Angels and Answers. Hello and welcome everyone. This is Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson, me. And uh, tonight we have a, a very special guest on our show tonight, uh, Mr. Artie Hoffman. Uh, Artie has been a master level psychic, comedian, and spiritual advisor for over three decades and has helped change the lives of thousands of individuals who had turned to him for answers and guidance. His strong faith and natural intuitiveness, coupled with his ability to provide emotional understanding, makes him a preeminent spiritual therapist with foresight. That's pretty awesome. A nationally renowned speaker, healer, and radio personality, Artie's weekly radio show, Angels and Answers, gives listeners a chance to connect with him from anywhere in the U.S. People call in to discuss a variety of topics from love and relationships, career, finance, and family life to communicating with their deceased loved one. Welcome, Artie. How are you doing? That was a pretty damn good introduction. <laughs> yeah, not bad for a guy who can barely read because I'm blind as shit. That's pretty good. That's pretty darn good, I got to tell you. Yeah, what what I love about what I do, you know, I always wanted to be a counselor, uh, you know, going through junior high and high school. I always felt I had a knack with people, but I sucked at school. <laughs> Me too. And, uh, I just didn't have the patience Me uh, to go through the degree. and the year. I, I just school and I... To me, school was a social breeding ground. Yeah, and so um, I enjoyed it for the for the fact of you know being with friends and stuff. But it always stressed me out too because I always froze up with tests and quizzes. And like I said, I wasn't the best student. I was well liked, but I wasn't the best student. Right. And so what's really cool is that at the age of twenty seven, when I learned to develop my abilities, um, you know. Like you said, you know, I've been doing it for over three decades right now, and um, I've read for over 33,000 people in my life. That's so, a lot. Yeah, so from getting all the spiritual messages from the Holy Spirit, from the angels, from deceased loved ones, from my guides, your guides, um, you know, uh, I, I, it's funny, you know, like I never went to college, but in my book, in, I wrote two books. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, you are you are an author as well. Right. Author is the author. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, right? You should put that on a shirt. <laughs> so so even though I didn't go to college, in my book, Angels and Answers, uh, I have a book called Angels and Answers. So in that book, it says I went to college for two years at the University of Maryland and Boston, but that was just to visit my friends. <laughs> and so... Um, what's really cool, because I intuitively learned to develop that ability with my intuitive gift, um, I've been able to counsel people and I didn't have to, I didn't need a certificate. I didn't no. need to go to college. Um, my ex yeah, I was just going to say that you are already a counselor in a, in a sense to, uh, to people, especially when you're talking to them, because you're going to, you're going to, uh, you're going to get a message and then interpret it to them a way that makes them understand it. And you have a sense to, to how they're, they're going through it as well, the feelings that they're going through, and then you can console them at the same time. Exactly. Because it's not always the problem. That's the problem. Right. It's how you choose to deal with the person or the situation. Absolutely. And so when you give people a clear perception and understanding of what's going on, then you handle yourself much better and it gives you power, it gives you confidence, 
And so that's what I do. I give people back their power and confidence. Yeah, and I, help have to that hearts. I help heal people's hearts when they, you know, when they lose a loved one. So a lot of people call me their call me their psychic therapist and my ex-wife, which is why she is my ex-wife. She was a social worker and she had to go to school for get her master's and all for like five, six years or whatever. And she spent tens of thousands of dollars and always paying off loans and not making the money she deserves. And here I am to do, to do, to do, to do, hello. You know, and then here I am, you know, uh, making a pretty good living at doing what I do and giving people the right answers. And, um, and so she kind of resented me for, for that. Absolutely. And yeah, and she turned it into a competition and I didn't want to compete. I, I was, I would support her and, I was looking for her to re support me and, and, and I wasn't getting the support from her that I feel that I deserve. So being that we couldn't compromise too well or the communications weren't that good, I said, screw it. So I moved on. But, but yeah, but the thing is, is that, um, I mean, I'm not here to talk about my relationship, but I mean, it is challenging it's part as a psychic um, yes. to be in a relationship. A someone solid gets, relationship. I tried it quite a few times. Yes. And it is challenging because I personally, because I do what I do and I'm different than most people, I'm not better than anybody else. I'm not saying I'm better than anybody else. No, we're just different. But I am clearly different than most people. And um, so I see things through different eyes and I, and it's just the way that I am. So, and being that most of my clients are women so I am right. I'm looking for a girl that is very confident within herself, right. has a good sense of humor, who's spiritual. And, um, you know, so like I said, but, you know, I, I'll date these, I'll date women and I'll date these girls or I'll, I'll hang with them because I'm the type of person who does love a relationship. But um, I I'd rather be just in one solid monogamous relationship and call it a day. But my luck has not turned out that way. So um, I just, you know, learn to take each day as it comes. And I have a lot of female friends that I enjoy hanging time with. But, um, yeah, it is frustrating um, being a psychic just for that reason alone. Right. Um, I mean, I, yes, I'm appreciated by thousands of people and I help thousands of people and I entertain thousands of people. And it's really cool. Um, on a personal note... It's not it a little more challenging, yeah. but I am comfortable within myself also. I, I really am. So, um, but I've to learned be who to, you are, you have to be comfortable. Yeah. I've learned to just appreciate, you know, the beautiful, uh, gifts and the beautiful, uh, that God has given me and, and the relationship, the relationships in my life that I really appreciate and enjoy. And like I said, the, the, the missing link in my life is, is that, is to be able to solidly, you know, live a comfortable life with somebody. So I, I envy people like that. But the reason why I'm like that, I learned from my parents' mistake. My parents were married. It's going to sound ironic what I'm about to say. My parents were married for 64 years. Wow. And I said to my mother, I said to my mother, I said, Ma, you hung in there about 60 years too long. <laughs> And she goes, well, I wouldn't have had you boys because I have two older brothers. And so uh, I said, but I would have followed you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but but my my parents had 
most of their life, most of their marriage was literally not happy. And, and so living in a, in a household like that, I mean, my, my mother was the saint of all saints. So she was an awesome, awesome person. And my father was, had a very challenging, difficult personality to live with. So I've learned over the years that you try your best in a relationship. And just know when the show is over. After you've yeah. tried all avenues and after you try to compromise and after the communication, if the chemistry isn't there or the person isn't appreciating who you are, where you're coming from, and vice versa for you to right. them as well. If you're not accepting each other for who you are, know when the show is over. Right. Move on. Move yeah. on. And so that's very, very important. You know. I mean, yes, I am not only a psychic and a medium, but I'm also a, a life coach and a counselor too. And, um, you know, and I know that there's a reason why I'm instantly talking about this topic, because I know that there are certain listeners that are saying, aha, aha, oh yeah, I can relate. And um, my second book that I wrote um, is mostly based on relationships. And it's a relationship, not just with a lover, but it's also with your kids, with your family, right. with your friends, but also a relationship with yourself. Right. You and have to love yourself. I tell people all the time, you have to be something for yourself before you can be something for someone else. Right. It's very important. And to make somebody else responsible for your happiness is the biggest mistake that you could do. Yeah. You want to be able to share who you are with other people or share moments of happiness with other people and allow yourself to receive. Yes. And, um, you know, and, and that's probably one of the biggest mistakes that people make is that they have a tendency to live through the other person, right. whether it be their lovers or their kids. They right. live their life through them rather than having their own life. And I'll share my life with you rather than share my life through you. Right. Because when the kids leave, then they're all they're left with like. I don't know what to do now because I was living through everything through them. And they, they themselves don't have an actual life at that point. Right. And they have to reinvent themselves at that yeah. point. And that's hard when you get older. Right. And a lot of times in relationships, um, the mother and father in the relationship, they only remain as the mommy and the daddy. And they forget about connecting who they were with each other yeah. and dating each other. It's yeah. very important to date each other. And to love each other and appreciate one another. But if you don't have that chemistry where you find it more annoying to be with your partner or you feel offended at the fact that they're still breathing. <laughs> well, that happens, but, you know. You know, you breathing, you talking, you just offend me. I just, I can't take you anymore, you know. Stop doing that thing that you do. <laughs> yeah, well, from, from the time when my parents were, were together and when your parents were together, Divorce didn't happen back then. They, it, they, it, they it happened very rarely. It. Yeah, they stuck through it. And my mother had many outs because I offered her, my two sure. brothers offered her because my father is very challenging. Now, I'm going to share with you something with your audience that uh, a very interesting concept that I've learned, oh my God, probably over 30 years ago, but it's so powerful. When it comes to marriage, when it comes to relationship, there's two meanings behind the words, till death do you part. Now, there's the physical religious aspect, and then there's the spiritual aspect of those words. Right. The religious aspect of, in the physical world, you know, I love you forever and always till death do us part, 
which means literally until one of us physically dies. We're right. declared no matter what, come hell to high water, till death do us part. They believe there's married. a cutoff. Right, there's a cutoff, but no. But there's not a cutoff. It's just no. until death do us part, you know, for better, for worse, which unfortunately a lot of times it's for worse. Now, the true meaning, the true meaning of those words spiritually, till death do us part, we shall always be together until unless if one of our hearts die in the relationship. Right. If one of our hearts die in the relationship till death do us part. Right. We should we should do that here as well. And and even divorce or, or separation within a relationship should just be as easy as, well, you know, it didn't work out for me. It didn't work out for you. OK, pat you on the shoulder. See you later. But people here want to bring in motions and they want to bring in anger and sorrow and grief and guilt and all that other crap that we learned here in this world. And then they want to beat each other up over it for the rest of their lives while they're here when they shouldn't do that. We should just agree that. It's time to separate. I don't feel the same way. Hey, neither, neither do I. Let's move on and find what we really need, some real happiness. Because you have to be happy within yourself. You can't get into a relationship with someone and then expect to get happiness from them. You have to be happy. And then they're just adding, they're just the cherry on top of the cake, you know? Exactly. And, and to make a relationship healthy, it's all about communication and compromise. It's work. It's work. It does take work. It's communication and compromise to let the other person know how you feel. And just because you, you're yelling at somebody or expressing your emotions with yelling or screaming or frustration, that's really not a lot. That's really not letting your emotions out. That's your frustration, your ego letting right. it out. Right. But when you're talking, the reason, well, explain why are you upset or why are you angry? That is now you're going to talk from a soulful level and explain your emotions. Honey, I don't appreciate it when you dot, 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 or I would appreciate it if you would dot, 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 whatever it is, yeah. you know? So when you could express what you're upset about or not, a, or, or, or disappointed about, or what you think should be changed or, or, or maybe we could work out a compromise. If the other person is not taking your feelings into consideration, Right away, they're telling you, I don't care about you. I only care about me, which tells you right. it's not a healthy relationship. Right, absolutely. Yep, totally agree. Yeah, so, I, I have found that myself. My wife totally gets me. She understands me. Uh, I don't know if I uh, explained it in the beginning, but I, I, I do what you do. I'm a, I'm a medium, a spirit medium, and this is what I do. And it took me a long time. Uh, I didn't find out I was a medium until right before my 50th birthday. But uh, I was already with her. But when I told her what was going on, it took a long time for her to to be able to accept it as well. But she does now and everything's fine. But uh, I can't imagine being a single guy being this because whew, it's, just, it's a lot for someone to take on. It really is. And, um, you know, it's also about when you're in a relationship, it's about accepting each other for who you who they are, yes. and not what you want just what you want them to be. Yeah. When you could accept the other person for who they are, and then you could decide, well, the person who I'm with, is this somebody that I could share my life with, whether it be right. on a close intimate level, whether it be on a marriage level, whether it be maybe just as friends or acquaintance, maybe not at all. But the bottom line is you need to decide, are you able to accept your partner or the other person for who they are? And if not, 
that's when I say know when the show is over. But it's all about chemistry. It's oh, very absolutely. important to have chemistry with each other. If you don't have chemistry, and if you don't have trust, yeah, no. yeah. you don't have shit. You could love the person out of ten, but if you don't yeah. have if you don't have chemistry and if you don't have trust, you don't have jack crap. Yeah, relationship is about you know you accepting my bullshit and I'm accepting your bullshit, and then us coming together and deciding we're going to do this together. But if you can't do that, if you can't accept the other person, because I was in a band for years, played drums. So I always had women coming up to me all the time. And every time I had a girlfriend, they were always get super jealous. And I said, but this is what I do. Same thing with this. I have the percentage of my clients that come to me are it's 90 percent women. And she has to be able to deal with that to go, OK, he's going to be around a lot of women. And I happen to be around a lot of good looking women, too. But that's besides the point. But uh, but, yeah, she has to be able to. To, to be okay with that and finding that uh, I can't imagine what she has to what kind of feelings would go with her mom because I'm intimately talking to these women holding their hands and seeing who's with them and 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 getting a feel for and connecting with them on a on a much higher level than you would just somebody you're talking to in a bar so yeah it, it's it's a lot and that's it's got to be a lot for someone else to be able to grasp that and be okay with who you are as a person doing what you do. Well, I'll tell you as a medium, what helps me focus. So, all right, assuming, I mean, I do this automatically. It just helps me on the ego end. Like you said, you know, there's uh, many clients who I find very attractive or who have smashing awesome personalities. And Right. But what I do to help me focus, and I don't do it just to distract me away from them, but I do it to connect to the spiritual world. So when I look away and I'm looking in the corner, I'm looking out the window, I'm not focusing on my, oh, wow, you're a nice looking girl or you have a nice personality or you have nice personalities. <laughs> um, <laughs> I met them. Yeah, I met them. Um, <laughs> I dated them. <laughs> but I close my eyes or I look out in a different direction and I allow myself to drift off and stay in that world. Sure. And also, when I try to explain that, you know, some girls think that actually a few girls have gotten offended because I don't look at them or or I'm not or they think that I'm not, you know, I'm being very impersonable with them. And I said, no, I said, I'm just trying to focus on what it is I'm trying to accomplish for you. And so I can't get distracted. You know, it's like this. This is the best way to describe it. So if I said to you. Can you name me two actors from, say, the movie um, Back to the Future? So when you're talking or if you're if you or you're thinking, you're in that thinking state, you're not going to look at me and think. You're going to go like this. You're going to look away and go, um, right. um. You know, uh, your mind drifts. You, you, tur- you look away and you're, you're in that mode of, oh, what was that actor or actress's okay. name in that movie? Yeah. So you look away. You're not looking at the person. So as a medium or as a psychic, I look away and I get myself involved in the spiritual world. But yet, just because I'm not physically looking at them, but the information that comes through is so personal or so powerful that they do appreciate the fact that, you know, I am who I am and I do it the way that I do, you know, um, I, I jokingly uh, say with my friends, but I actually mean it, but I say it jokingly, you know, what I do for a living is better than match.com. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And when they get up and walk away, you go, damn, she was good looking. <laughs> yeah. 
Because <laughs> you can't you can't deny that we are men and women. We are we are social beings here, and that's what this is what we're you know I'm I'm attracted to women because I'm attracted to women. You know, it's just the way it is. I can't deny it. You well, know, it's just I'm, like if you're you know, it's just like you said. You know, you're in a banter. If you're a bartender, if you're a waiter or a waitress, or you're in, you're in the public eye. Or, you know, you're dealing with the public. There's always going to be somebody. You know, the, the important thing is, is that you don't gawk at them. The important thing is that you don't turn into a dog. So right. I do handle myself very professionally. I'm very personable. I, right. I feel like that's one of my major assets to my to my life is is my, I would say, my personable uh, personality. But I'm not, I'm not a promiscuous person in that way right. because then people would not respect me for right. who I am and what I do. So they I have to keep work. that professionalism. I mean, I do joke around and I do have a flirtatious personality, but me too. But the most important thing is that I, um, yeah, that I sustain my, you know, uh, my mediumship, my professionalism and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, it, like me, you know, you see dead people like I do. And if you can't have a sense of humor, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> because all, of all the things we, we see and all the things we hear, you got to have a sense of humor. Oh, my God. And the people who have passed away, they have a great sense of humor. They are awesome. They're, yeah. yeah, they're it's not like all morbid. All a lot of people think, oh, are they still hurting? Do they still have cancer? Are they oh, angry? No. Are they upset? Are they? No, no, no. All that shit goes away. Once they leave the earth, all those earthly things, the pains, the emotional pressures, all the financials, that all goes away. Now, oh, now it's up to the people who are left behind that have to deal with all the shit. But they themselves, I say you're allowed to you're allowed to miss them, but you're not allowed to worry about them. Right. And I said worrying about them is like worrying about them while they're lying on the beach of Hawaii sucking on iced teas. And you're <laughs> worried if they're okay. Absolutely, yeah. Because spirit tells me all the time they love a good joke. So, <laughs> you know, they because they, they let go of their pain, their anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, anguish, all that stuff. And when you're just that person, you're able to let go of all that. When you're being yourself on the beach, you don't care about nothing else. You're just enjoying yourself, and that's what they're doing. Right. They don't hold grudges against people. They're not hating you from somewhere else. No? Now, sometimes they might feel compassion for you sure. because you're being taken advantage of or the right. will wasn't divvied up the right, right way or you're still with the relationship you don't belong with right or your kids just you know got put in jail or or there's not that connection with the family or friends or with your spouse there's reason so they have compassion for you and they feel bad or upset right they're looking out they, for you they're not angry taking it personally no. but they they are observing what's going on in your life and having compassion. So they are there to try to help you with your life, yes. but they can't dictate. Right. They want to help us ease us through our lives the best we can. We're, they're not here to fix our lives. If you screwed up your life, it's up to you to fix it, but they want to try to help us get through it the best way we can. So they, they're trying to look out for us and trying to help us in that way. But the only problem with that is, as you, as you know, not everybody listens. So I'm going to share with you an interesting <laughs> concept. Um, one of my friends, uh, I call him Dr. Steve, and uh, he taught theology in college, nighttime courses for adults. And um, one of his students came up to him and asked him this question. They didn't know how to answer it. And so he asked me this question and he said to me, he says, Art, one of my students came up to me and asked me, is the mind body and spirit 
individuals or are they all one? And so I sat there for a few seconds because I didn't know the answer when he gave it to me. And I sat there and meditated for a few for a few seconds, like within 30 seconds. And I said to him, the mind creates, the yes. body responds. Yes. And the soul observes. Yes, because the soul is here to learn. The soul is, is there <clears throat> to understand and to and to observe what's going on. And so it will emotionally feel what the mind has created and how the body responds. Yes. Now, if you are not paying <clears throat> out, you have the ego and the soul. So I said to him, wait, getting back to that. So I said to him, the mind, body, and spirit, they are individual, but they act as one. Right. So it's just like the car. It's like the car. It's like the transmission, the engine, the wheels, the steering wheel. Um, they, they are all uh, the wheels. They, they're all individuals, but yet they all act as one. They all work right. in tandem. In t right. To make it to make it work, to make it happen. Yeah, because the, the, soul, the soul is here to learn. But the only way it can do that is by being within this meat suit that it has to be in to physically do these things. Actually, the soul already knows everything, but the oh, soul yes. needs to experience. It yes, hasn't experienced everything. It human knows. experience. Yep, the human experience. It's having, right, you're, we're soulful people having a human experience. Yep. And when you're caught in your own maze, it's hard to see. So people like yes. you and myself and other mediums or psychics, people would think that we always have the answers for ourselves, and we don't because we're no. trapped in our own maze. <laughs> yeah, we got, we're doing this too. <laughs> we're doing this thing too. We just happen to be able to stand on top of your maze and give you direction. Right. Or whatever, and that's the best way to to describe it. Yeah, it doesn't mean we only, we can't we have to we have to jump down in that maze too and get to the end as well. Exactly, exactly. That's that's very true. Um, so, and there's usually no piece of cheese there. I'm sorry. There's usually no piece of cheese there either. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's definitely true. That's definitely true. Um, <clears throat> He also asked me, he goes, already, he goes, what's your concept of Jesus? He goes, do you really believe that Jesus, because we're both Jewish. And uh, he said, do you really believe Jesus is the son of God? <clears throat> and again, I didn't know how to properly answer him that question. And not just give it, give him a, an answer just based on my religious beliefs or based on what I personally believe. I wanted to know that question on a deep spiritual note. And so I sat there for a minute. And I looked at him and I said, yes, I said, Jesus is the son of God. I says, but no more than you and I are the son right. of God. We are, well. all his, we are all his children. Absolutely. We are all his children. I said, he just happens to be very highly evolved. Yes. Of understanding of love and wisdom at its ultimate level. Yes. Well, I tell people all the time, the reason he was able to come here and heal people and to turn water to us, because it was the first time and only time his soul had ever been here. He was that connected to it and able to do it. And he was trying to tell us that we could get back to that type of level, too. But you know what happened in that story. So <laughs> they were got too well, did it? No, I know. I know. <laughs> but at the same token, when you look at history. It's very interesting, you know, talk about how a negative could turn into a positive. Sure. So <laughs> let's say Jesus wasn't crucified. What would people be holding on to or praying to if the cross didn't exist? Right. 
you know, the cross is so powerful because it's a representation of Jesus. So if it wasn't for that horrific experience back then, then what would you be holding on to? I'm sure there might have been something else. Right. You don't, served, you don't. It served an incredible, incredible purpose. Oh, absolutely. It was a, it was a lesson for everyone to learn. You know, so, um, you know, it's just amazing. And there are so many other souls that have come to earth that did, that do, and that did and do have the powers that Jesus has had and, and does have. And so, you know, do I personally follow Jesus as my savior? I will say this. Do I believe in his abilities? Do I believe in his love? Do I believe in his existence? The answer is yes. Uh, do I do I look at him as my personal savior? No, I don't. And it's my religious belief of how I come to understand. But then I also express to people that um, Jesus was Jewish himself. And so before I was born into this world, I said to God, I said, look, Moses was Jewish. Jesus was Jewish. Why reinvent the wheel? Throw me into a Jewish family. <laughs> That's the way it worked for you, didn't it? It worked out. And it so worked it kind out. of worked out for me. And, yeah, it out for you. and we got the Jewish stick. We got the Jewish sense of humor. You know, you never see Jesus, or very rarely, you always see him when they present him. They, they always show him as suffering or somber. Or You very right. rarely will see Jesus as the happy-go-lucky, the joking person or the loving. You know, that. well, yes, loving, but not that. But the. Uh, I'm sure he's had a sense of humor or something funnier. Yeah, I'm sure he's probably turned around and said, hey, did you hear the one about the two rabbis and the priest? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he was a person. You know, he's just like us. You know, it's funny. I just got an email sent to me, and and uh, and the guy came home with two rabbis, and, and they were, you know, and he had both his arms around both rabbis. One was on his right side, one was on his left side. And his wife said to him, I said, bring home two ribeyes. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is Daniel Jackson of Beyond the Veil. We are proudly being sponsored by The Rare Enterprise. To really choose your reality, you must have the right tools to facilitate it correctly. The Rare Enterprise has amazing CBD-infused products to help choose your reality when it comes to your skin, emotional, and mental stress. Use the code BTV20 to get a discount on these amazing products. That is BTV20. Yeah, obviously she doesn't listen to them either. <laughs> yeah, as it comes around, it goes around. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hey, I have a question for you that I noticed when I was watching your show. Uh, people ask me this all the time, and I noticed they asked you the same thing all the time. And how do you deal with it? When somebody says... I have a question for Artie, and you say, what do you have? And they and they say, they give you this one. Do you have anything for me? And I say, and I watch you go, I need you to ask me a specific question. <laughs> Not just, do you have anything for me? If, have it, if it is an individual who I'm having a personal specific reading with, right. you're allowed to ask that question. When I'm right. in a public forum. Different then it's a different playing grounds because you're dealing with a lot of different energies. Right. There's a lot of different energies around circling around in that room. And you're not just going to be able to pick on one for just one person at that, at that time. Right. You can't just say, is there anybody out there who wants to talk to me? The answer is no. Right. No, 
The answer is no. I mean, or what do you have for me? Or what do you see in my future? When I'm in a public forum, no. Ask a specific question. Or who do you specifically want to communicate to? Uh, right. Your grandmother, your grandfather, unfortunately, if it's a kid, uh, your child, um, whatever. But also, like you like you hear me say on my show, if it's a child you want to get a hold of, let me know. All right, so your relationship is a child. What's their name and how old they are? Because I want right. to understand the reference of the message. Right. You don't want to interpret it the wrong way. I don't want to interpret the wrong way the message because messages comes in many different interpretations. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And you may, because uh, I find this a lot, uh, people ask me, well, I want to talk to my mom. Well, I will have to find out if your mom wants to talk to you because not, <laughs> because they're in a place where they're get to enjoy themselves. They're like on that beach and they don't always want to be bothered. So, but I will find out. Where you most of the time, yeah. most of the time I can connect, but there are times where not only will I not connect to who they want to communicate to, and that's only sometimes, but when it does, Somebody else will pull through, and they say, I don't want to talk to them. I hate right. them. They're, I'm angry with them. <laughs> yeah. well, then that's why they pull through, because you need to have closure with right. somebody who is pulling through for you that, right. you, that you're not looking at or you're not hearing, you're not paying attention, and that's why they're here, whether it be to come to a resolution or forgiveness or apologies, right. whatever it is. But Right. I always tell people uh, – you may not get the reading that you want, but you will always get the reading that you need. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And sometimes when people you come to me that. for or, <laughs> I'm sorry? You can use that. <laughs> no, but I have. Yeah, that's um, very good. Common courtesy here. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll give you all the credit, too. Thanks. I appreciate it. No problem. That's awesome. Um, I saw you uh, on your show. Um I saw you using a pendulum, and I also saw you using uh, angel cards. How long has it been, or, or when did you start incorporating that into what you do, and why? Pendulum, I have just started using less than a year ago. I just started using one a couple months ago. <laughs> less than a year ago. They are, they are pretty interesting. It is pretty interesting. I, I had a friend use one in front of me, and, and she's making it move all this way. It's going all this. And I said, can I try that? Never try one. She said, sure. And I picked it up and started asking questions. And it's swinging all over the place, answering all my questions. She's like, how did you do that? I've been working with this for five years. I said, I don't know. <laughs> it's our energy. Energy Exactly. Yeah. It's like I know how to drive a car. I just don't understand the mechanics of it, but I know how to drive a car. Yeah, I can drive a car, but I can't drive a stick. Right. Oh, I could drive a stick. I wish I could. <laughs> I lived. Yeah, I, I learned how to drive a stick. That was one of the first vehicles I've learned how to uh, but drive. But I can but I do ride a motorcycle, so I can switch gears on that. Oh, bike. so then you could you could learn it, no problem. Yeah, people say that, but I don't want to kill anybody. So <laughs> you know, it's very interesting that you should bring that up. You know, you talk about getting signs and messages from God. Well, yes. let me tell you something. I had two very powerful messages come to me. Um after my second divorce, um, I, I so loved, so was so in love with my second wife and I had to let her go and it was just too hard. And so it, it really took away a lot of my self-esteem and confidence after we were going, or no, while we were going through a divorce. And so I wanted to do things in my life that I said I would never do. Sure. And one of them was scuba diving. Another one was skydiving because it's two extremes. I said, I'll never do that. But I, at that time, I said, maybe I will do that because 
I want to go past my personal limitations. I want to go past my fears. Sure. I deal with my fears. So I said to God in that moment, and I was driving on the parkway in New Jersey, and I said to God in the moment, I said, God, is it okay for me to go skydiving? Give me a clear sign. In that moment, a car was driving past me and pulled in front of me while driving. And on the license plate, there was a picture of a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big no right that there. <laughs> was a big sign in the moment when I asked God that question, is it okay for me to go skydiving? So you, you see a picture of a wheelchair. I'll ride a bicycle from now on. You God. don't have to ride. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out this one. No, absolutely so not. So then my other big sign, I mean, I've had many signs, but my other big sign was I really, two winters ago, right before the springtime, I was in the mood to get myself a motorcycle. I've never owned a motorcycle. I rid that, rode them when I was younger for a little bit, not much, but a little bit. I enjoyed it. Sure, it's fun. Yeah. So I asked God. I said, God, is it okay for me to purchase a motorcycle? I want to. I want to own a motorcycle. I want to ride a motorcycle. Within that one week, I've heard three stories about three separate people who died in a motorcycle accident. That's it. Was it? I, I wasn't <laughs> going to test. You know, and like I said, it's about paying attention to the signs. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So I'm I've been down on my motorcycle a couple of times, but I'm still kicking, you know, I still enjoy it. But, uh, but yeah, I haven't had anything, anything like a real big scare, but thank close. God. Well, always ask yeah, yeah. I thank him white time. light of protection before you go on that motorcycle. Just oh, ask for that white light of love to protect you from any kind of harm. You know, it's uh, always good to have that extra shield around you. Yeah. I well, when I, I see my guides actually all day long. Uh, like when I'm looking at you right now, I actually see them right here uh, around me. If you ever seen somebody smoking a cigarette and when the smoke billows off the cigarette with like little petals, that's what I see all day long during the day. But at nighttime, I actually see them glowing next to me and stuff like that. But, yeah, when I'm out riding my bike, I see them around me all the time. I go, I'm good. Am I good? And they answer me, yep, you're good. Okay. <laughs> Should I go down this road? Go down that road. Okay. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, God forbid you hear, where the hell are you? Where are you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, they don't want me to get lost, that's for sure. Uh, so let me ask you about the most important uh, question on this list I have for you. Um, Artie's parties, how does that work out? Uh, they're a lot of fun. Um, Artie's parties, that's when people hire me to go to their homes and I read for their friends and family. So sometimes it's a group reading where everyone's in the same room and I'll, you know, everyone gets a message. Sure. Everyone gets a message. I go to each individual, and I don't know if it's going to be psychic or medium, but everyone right. gets a message when I right. go into the room. Or, there, there is a difference because people don't get that. People don't think there's a difference between psychic and medium, and they don't understand that all the time. Um, all mediums are psychics at some level, but not all psychics are mediums. Right. It's a different energy. It's yes. definitely a different energy. Absolutely. And I do switch gears on both of them very quickly. I, I do have that ability. Yeah, I, I call it. myself a spirit medium. I don't say I'm psychic, but I do get psychic messages. But I don't want to promote that out there because then everybody's coming up to me and saying, what am I thinking? And say that's a mentalist. <laughs> yes, yes. Say that's not psychic. That's being a mentalist. That means reading people's minds. Yes, because people have been conditioned by watching TV and movies thinking all this other stuff is th this is the way it works when it really doesn't. I'm going to share with you something funny <clears throat> being that you just said that. 
So I'm at a local pizzeria and, you know, the Italian guys, the Guidos, the Egos, hey, oh, you know, I'm what's happening, <laughs> the cool guy on the counter. So anyway, so one of the waitresses that worked there came up to me, very pretty girl, and and her friend was there also, and I kind of knew her also, acquaintance and stuff. And so they came up to me, and they weren't paying attention so much as to the other tables, but they came up to me, and I was talking to them. I say, hey, Artie, what's up? And and so I was giving them like quick little mini readings because they were asking me some questions. And so the guy behind the counter is looking at me doing my thing as I'm just giving them little reads or holding their hand and they're laughing or they could tell he, the guy could tell behind the counter that the girls were appreciating me. And so anyway, so I was just having my food and stuff and the guy behind the counter goes, yeah, what's all this bullshit you're throwing at the girls and stuff like that. Uh, you took away his thunder. He goes, yeah, <laughs> he goes like this to me. He goes, yeah, you're such a good psychic. He goes, what am I thinking? So I said to him, I know exactly what you're thinking. I says, you're thinking that I'm talking to the girls, just telling them what they want to hear just so I can get in their pants and win them over. He goes, damn, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to catch him on this stuff once in a while because you know, I mean, we know that's what's going on. Cause they're, I mean, they're, of course, I was so just funny. joking. I was yeah. just joking. But when, when I said, you know, that's that's how the Guidos think, you know. There's a, there's a little bit of truth in everything. <laughs> But, you know, it's just like, uh, yeah, it's all like a cute little flirtatious fantasy. And that's that's where it stops. So, yeah, but, but it's, it's great. But it's part of it. It gets people interested in that. You, you, it gives them a plat. It gives you a platform to stand on to get people interested in. And then maybe something else will come after that. Maybe someone will say, hey, well, I just met this guy and maybe we should go get a reading for him. And, and absolutely. Uh, yeah, I usually I usually have my cards on hand. I'll give them my card. Me too. But also at an arty party. You know, people will. Um, it's an event. Put me in a private room, and I read individuals. I give them individual half-hour readings. And sure. If they want to record their session, they can record their session. I always tell them to do that. Yes, absolutely. Because because then they got something to reference to later. Because you, you, sometimes a message is going to come through. It's going to come through a guided message right through, and you're not going to be able to remember it like six months later. So. There's too much information for them yes. to remember. Yes. I got to tell you a very funny story you're going to appreciate. So here it is going back. I'm with my second wife, Kathy, and uh, it was my birthday, which is happens to be July 4th. And so she said, what do you want to do today for your birthday? I said, I'm just, I'll be happy with just going to the beach and relaxing at the beach today. I'm fine with that. So we get to the beach and we're going over this little bridge to get to the beachy area of Point Pleasant, New Jersey. And so when I go over the, the – as we're going over the bridge, there's a sign that says boat rides to Manhattan to see the Macy Day fireworks tonight. Oh, cool. And I said, oh, I always wanted to see the Macy Day fireworks because their fireworks are always unbelievable. And now to see it on the water, that's even more unbelievable. Right. The world's a stage at that point, sure. So I said to, I said to my wife, Kathy, I said, let's do that. And I want to do that. She goes, okay. So we get on the boat. And it's a pretty full boat. You know, it's a nice size boat. It's a pretty full boat. And we're going out to Manhattan. And I kept on looking at this one lady. And she stood all of about maybe four foot nine, four foot ten. Tiny. She was short. And she was probably about ten years older than me, too. And I kept looking at her. I said, God, this lady looks so familiar to me. 
And I couldn't stop looking at him, looking at her because she looks familiar to me. So anyway, it just so happens that my wife, Kathy, and I, we needed to use the bathroom. So we go to the part of the boat uh, where there's a staircase that leads down to the lower part of the boat where the bathroom is. So we both go to the staircase. And that lady that I was talking about, that I kept on looking at, noticing her, I, you know, she happened to be there at the same time we were. And so she stopped herself and she goes, after you. So I looked at her and I said, excuse me. I said, I feel like I've seen you before. So she puts her hands on her head and she goes, well, Artie, you should. You've been in my bedroom. And my wife and I started to laugh really hard. There was nothing to be intimidated about, intimidated about because she looked like an elf, you know. <laughs> and so she said, I had an Artie party at my house. So you read for all my friends and family in my bedroom. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Yeah, you, you probably went, yeah. You I, said, I, I don't you, remember being that kind of drunk. <laughs> yeah, are you are you into elves now? Awesome, Ronnie. Yeah, really. Hey, it was good <clears> for <throat> me, baby. Was it good for you? What else, what yeah. other presents do you got? <laughs> yeah, she looked like she belonged in a tree selling some cookies or something, but yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, yeah, you, yeah, you don't want you don't want to have to come up with a story for that. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Another um, so, so the, the the angel cards. That's what I wanted to know. What what brought you into using the angel angel cards? I've I've never because I saw the angel cards you're using. They're these little tiny cards, and I was like, and I've never seen anyone else use them except for you. So where did you get uh get the uh I mean because I know they help you because I mean you're you're pulling them, and I was like, and you're getting everything cor completely correct. Everything I mean, your show is legit. You know, I mean, you're legit. So uh. So um, that's why I keep watching because I because I go, well, this guy's like me, does everything like me. But then you pulled out those angel cards and I was like, well, OK, not like me. So, uh, so where did you get the uh, the inclination to start using the uh, the angel cards? A friend of mine just was using them and I saw them and I just thought that they were awesome. Connected um, with you. you know, uh, and she owned a spiritual shop. Oh, cool. So she was telling me and she goes, here, just think of a question and pull out a few cards. And so I did. And I was sold right away. It was so accurate. And so those little angel cards that I use give the answers from an emotional standpoint of view, sure. from an emotional point of view. It, it usually doesn't physically tell me the physical outcomes, but right. it will tell me emotional outcomes or emotionally from an emotional standpoint. Um, but I, I won't like flip the angel card and say, oh, I see you. Uh, you know, you're getting a red car and, uh, you know, you're going to be going right. to Washington, D.C. I don't see that. Hi, I'm Daniel Jackson of Spirit Medium Daniel. Do you need clarity in your life? Do you have unanswered questions? If you're having doubts of who you can confide in, come and book a reading with me and I will put your mind at ease and your worries to rest. www.spiritmediumdaniel.com but I got to tell you a very funny story being that I just said that. So I was about to do a show in Atlantic city and uh, a girl who knew nothing about psychics and stuff like that. And she goes, so what kind of a show are you performing tonight? I said, well, I'm a, a psychic and a medium. And she goes, well, what do you mean? Like, what kind of a psychic are you? I said, well, I talk about deep issues or, or deep personal stuff about, um, you know, people's lives and I give them direction and I sure. connect to their loved ones. I go, I'm not, I said to her, 
I said, I'm not like the kind of psychic that will just stand here with you and say, oh, you live in a red house. You have three sisters and you're right. in Florida. I said, I'm not like that. And right. she goes, but she looks at me and she goes, but I am. And I do. I go, what are you talking about? I have three sisters. I live in a red house. And next week I'm going to Florida for a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, I guess I can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's my card. <laughs> wow, that's awesome, though. But, yeah, uh, some you you picked up on something. Something just came to you, and you just said, came right out. But that's 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 good. That, uh, at least she was like, did, after that, did she come to the show? <laughs> Actually, she did not. She did uh, not because it just was not her thing. She was curious. Yeah, a lot of people are just curious. They're they're uh, it's not always their thing, but uh, yeah, I get a lot of people who come on my show who don't even want to ask questions. I do a Facebook Live thing as well. They just want to sit and watch, you know. They but it's, I but I I try to I do the same thing. I don't want to. Uh, oh, you're just going to get this card? No, it's about improving your life and trying to, and to show you how your life is going to be and how you can make your life better, you know. But, so uh, yeah. I want to share with you something that I do, and I don't know if I don't do this with every show, but um, if you saw enough of my shows, maybe you did see me do I this. Have. <laughs> but I want you to do this. If you don't do it at your show, I want you to do this and just live on blind faith, um, where all of a sudden somebody, a, a, a member of the family, uh, or or you're just looking into the camera, you're saying, you know what, this is what I'm picking up. You don't have to pick on a specific person. But somebody right. who's watching right now, um, I know that you have three little dogs, you know. And I watch you do that. Huh? I've seen you do that a bunch of times. You're not you're not specifically talking to the one person, but somebody else out there is, and you're picking up on somebody else who's watching you, and then that way they're going to come in and say, "Yeah, that's me." Yeah, that's me. And then explain what I just yeah. said. And then one of them is, um, you know, not feeling good. And it's time to let go, but you're not letting them go. Oh, no, I, I watched you the whole time. You're doing that the whole time. And I'm going, oh, no, he didn't just do that, did he? That's awesome. And you're Because you're not just picking. That shows that you're, the audience has got more to watch than just you talking to one person. Right. They can all connect with you. Right. Exactly. And so they're waiting like, oh, can I relate? Can I relate? You know? Right. So it's really interesting. And then a lot of times, as you heard me say at the beginning of the show, Listen, I might be reading one person, one person's question where I'm connecting to a loved one. But if somebody else who is watching could relate to the detailed messages that I'm giving to someone else, right. if you could relate to it, then yes, this message is also for you. Yes. And and, and if, if it is relating to you, come on through and show that in, to me in the comment section so I know that. That I don't suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I don't suck. Comment. Say something. Hi. I'm Daniel Jackson of Spirit Medium Daniel. Are you unsure of the path your life is taking? Do you need spiritual advice? Come book a reading with me and I will put your mind at ease and your worries to rest. www.spiritmediumdaniel.com Yeah, yeah, say something. Yeah, no, I, I, I'll, uh, I, uh, I've told everybody, I've told a couple, uh, you actually are doing a, uh, an interview with a friend of mine. Uh, his name is Dylan. He has a, a show. And I told him about you. I said, and I told him, I told him about Steve. And I said, yeah, get a hold of Steve. I said, I'm doing an interview with Artie soon. You got to do an interview with this guy because he's like me. This guy's the real deal. So I think you should have him on your show. He's like, I will, I will. So yeah, he said he's going to have an interview with him. I'm, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Very much. I really do. Yeah, because yeah, you're the real deal. I mean, uh, the, 
it's I get it. It's tough out there. There are a lot of people who say they are this, but aren't, and they just uh, they are more connected to to your pocket than they actually are to spirit. Uh, and that it puts us uh, a lot of uh, us in a bad light. And then, but then you have a lot of people out there who think we are uh, uh, we are their personal uh, uh, therapist. Yeah, therapist. Yeah, absolutely. And always calling us for that, or 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 we are, are or we're, we're some type of a uh, the when you go to the box and you put your quarter in and you get your little you get your little reading out of it and it's uh and it's not that way, you know. Yeah, the Chinese fortune cookie. I call it the Jewish fortune cookie. Now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and we have to. Uh, that's why I, as a part of doing this show. I try to bring uh, guests on and as well as when I talk on there to bring them out some truth because there's not enough truth out there. There's a lot of misconceptions due to uh, society and TV and movie. And I'm trying to break that of people and break, break these, uh, these bad habits of, of what they think we actually are, you know, cause we're not, we're not glorified fortune tellers. We're actually trying to help you in your lives. So uh, yeah, I, I make sure I try to bring that to everybody, but uh, yeah, I've, all, all about you already. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I watch your show every time it comes on. I was like, oh, shit, Artie's on. Hey, honey, and then my wife watches it from the I, other room. I really do. Thank you so much. And also, when people bring this to your um, attention, when people bring this conversation to you, um, it, you know, what, I, what you do, that's against God or it's against my religion. So what I tell people... Yeah, it's all what your intentions are behind your actions. Right. If you're doing something positive with pure thought and pure meaning, then it's very good. It might be against your religion, but it's not against God, because what I have is a God given gift. And right. I do things with the best of intentions and I do communicate to angels. I do believe in angels. I believe in God. I believe in the spirit. I believe in all of that. So if you're telling me that what I'm doing, according to you and your religion, if you're saying that I do the devil's work, then I need to shake his hand and thank him, the devil, because he's helped me heal thousands of people. Right. So it's all what your intentions are. Now, unfortunately, are there people who do what we do with not good intentions and they take advantage or manipulate the people in the public? The answer is yes, but just like in every other Mm -hmm. business or endeavor – there are charlatans, whether yeah. it be electricians or plumbers or lawyers or car dealers or whatever, whatever, whatever. And the list goes on and on and on. So you have your good people and you have your bad people. So yes. we just happen to be the good guys, the good the good ones. Yeah, I, I had a friend I was talking to today. She said, she said, I explain it like this with my mom. She said, if you order a package on Amazon, do you care if uh, UPS or FedEx brings a package? And she says, no. She said, well, then that's the way I am. You know, if God can't bring you the message, then he sends me to bring the message for him. Uh, right. If I'm not UPS, I'm FedEx. <laughs> exactly. One way or another, we're going to get it there. Too. One way or another, you're going to get it, right. Like like Tom Baudet. We'll leave the lights on for you. Yeah, we'll leave the lights on for you. Yeah, this, at the 8 Motel. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, oh boy. And so, uh, how can my, uh, listeners get a hold of you? I'm going to put your links up for your page, uh, as, as well as your Facebook page and your, your regular, uh, your regular website, but just so people can find you, how can, uh, you please tell my audience how they can find you? Sure. If you go to artiehoffman.com, A-R-T-I-E-H-O-F-F-M-A-N.com, 
you know, a lot of my information. I have videos up there. Um, my Facebook live show every Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern time. I do three yep. readings for one hour, connect to your loved ones and, and uh, talk about your love life, past life, whatever, whatever you want to talk about. Um, and I also I tell people I'm um, like a medium and Billy Crystal all wrapped up in one. <laughs> I try to keep it going. Um, also, if you want a, a private reading, whether it be in person or over the phone, because I'm out of New Jersey uh, or FaceTime. Um, you can call me at one nine hundred. I'm only kidding. One nine hundred hot hot. Well, yeah, one nine hundred. I got you. <laughs> I got you. All right. Seven three two seven seven eight seventy one seventy three. Seven three two seven seven eight seventy one seventy three. Or you can email me Artie Hoffman at Gmail. So. And I want to thank you so much for having me on your show. It was a blast. Ah, yeah. Thanks for being on my show. I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the, you know what I enjoyed the best? What's I, I, I've talked to other mediums and, and uh, to have on the show and stuff like that. But, you know, we just talked as regular people. Just and that's what, as we talked as regular people, just talking about stuff that surrounds our lives. It's not, it doesn't always have to be like you said, because we are sort of like a counselor as well. And when we just talk about things that not just involves regular uh, other people out there, we go through these things as well. So when we talked about relationships and all that, it's it's this is real stuff. It's all connected. Yes, it's all connected. And people need to realize that that, yeah, we do this. We talk to spirit, but we are regular people, too, as you are a regular person as well. And as you saw my show, a lot of times when girls will ask me um, over the air, and they'll say, Artie, um, do you see me getting pregnant? And uh, my common expression response to them is, well, yeah, once you stop watching my show and get in the bedroom, your odds go way up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should tell them. Uh, yeah, you could be you could be pregnant pretty soon. What's your phone number? Yeah, so. <laughs> and I see you having a boy, and I, I'm seeing the name Artie. <laughs> Artie, yes. You know, it's, it begins with an A. That's what I'm, I'm pretty sure. A in the name. Uh, Artie, Archie, uh, I don't know, first name, middle name. I'll take anything. <laughs> what I know is he's going to be part Jewish as well. Uh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Just yeah. don't yell out my name. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get uh, anybody in trouble. No, yeah, don't we really want to do that? That's for sure. All right, Artie, I appreciate you coming on my show. It was uh, a pleasure. Uh, uh, I I could say this, but uh, uh, I hope you have a great life. Uh, I already know you do because uh, I can see the smile on your face. You come in with a smile on the face, you're going to leave with one. And uh, uh, and my thing is, I always tell everybody, uh, be good and don't do any stupid shit. There you go. Now I want to leave you with with your audience with this. Oh, absolutely. That I always say the love and respect that you give is the love and respect you deserve. Absolutely. absolutely. And thank you again for having me on your show. I appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day. Until next time. Yes. Until Sunday when I come and watch your show. There you go. I'll say hello to you. All right. All right. Bye-bye. For more information about Artie, please visit his website at www.artiehoffman.com. It's www.artiehoffman.com. Thanks for watching, and we will see you next time on Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson.